0: Welcome to Night of the
1: Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on notlg.com, episode 164, The Brain of Morbius. My name is John and joining me every time we record The Brunch of the Brain of Morbius is my good friend Taylor Taylor. Uh it's quite hey. early.
1: Uh it is. It's much earlier than I normally record. Uh, but I also can't complain because The Curse of Oak Island season 7 premieres tonight. So Oh. This uh this works out nicely. Hey hey. Hey, that. hey, yeah, we are in the lunch rush, and um, my stomach is actually
0: growling. But I am not going to eat and record at the same time. That's gross. Oh yeah, that's um. I don't think I've ever done that. I think if the the only time I've ever like eaten and recorded was uh maybe if I had some candy sitting around.
1: Uh, cough drops and water for me. Cough, yeah, cough
0: drops, and then I think the candy that I had eaten was probably like Hershey's Kisses. So you know, you could just let it sit in your mouth and. Yeah. Do, do its thing. Do its thing. Uh how are you, sir? I'm
1: well. Uh had a nice little uh, uh day trip adventure up to the gold country with the family over the weekend, kind of got to go down into a, a cavern,
0: which is yeah. quite the experience. I thought you were at Carlsbad Caverns for a second, and I got
1: No, very no, we excited. went to a
0: place called Moaning Cavern. Mm. Uh that's
1: in Calaveras County. Um, and it was neat. I I can't ever say that before then I had ever been a hundred and sixty five feet underground.
0: Yeah, that's um, that's pretty far.
1: Yeah, I definitely got my um, my stairs in for the day.
0: Yeah, oh, I'll I say bet. that
1: much. Uh, that place has a hundred foot spiral staircase actually made from the steel of a World War One battleship.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Also, um, getting a little claustrophobic because when you, uh, Google moaning cavern the picture uh that is up there is somebody that is wearing a a a little helmet with a light and they appear to be in the tiniest cavern ever and i am gonna close this now because i'm freaking out
1: yeah there is there are two tours there is like your basic tour um and then there's like the more advanced one where you actually go even further down and get into some spaces where at least with my belly i would never Fit. I don't like it. I would never possibly fit. No, we we just went on the basic tour. Um, but even as you first descend, there is um a series of staircases where you kind of, you know, definitely hold the railing, but you're leaning sideways, kind of fit through the rocks.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: so if you do suffer from claustrophobia, it does, it is kind of triggered right away. But it if you get to the bottom of the staircase, it opens up and it's way cooler although if you never ever want to be in a giant cavern with all the lights off because they do do that on this no. tour um oh it's it was nuts Ugh. it was nuts by the way you need to watch how you speaking of caves
0: <laughs> you'll get me one of these days
1: i hope to it's it's daytime
0: it is daytime you're not, Right, you're now. not
1: in a cave you're it fine is. you should
0: watch it very true i all also right. have in my queue uh, what is this 14 14 matches i have to watch in my my good friend dan who i think might listen to this i'm not sure if he does hey dan hey dan if you do i can't remember um dan is a yeti on twitter great guy yep, yep. um he said i have four more matches for you so i'm trying <laughs> well, i i'm doing pretty good Dan, out.
1: yeah back off i gotta i gotta make
0: <laughs> i gotta make john watch some stuff too i gotta watch the more uh, kento Miyahara here taylor i'm Damn. sorry that's, that's i'm sorry you, know, you
1: gotta if, if if there was wrestling in hell year, could i get you to watch it
0: no i mean i'd still watch it oh. either way okay cool cool there's my commitment i'll watch it either way so fair um, fair how are you doing i'm doing all right i went to nice. the uh, wonderful land of disney yesterday gotcha um, with uh, two of my former co-workers from the bay area from from azazi uh oh okay yeah um and we did the we went through star wars land a lot we went through galaxy's edge i hadn't been there in uh i hadn't that i think that was the most time i've ever spent in galaxy's edge which was a lot of fun um explored some of the shops did all that good stuff uh and then uh one of one of the people i was with was like i want to do the lightsaber experience oh uh uh-huh so he you know bought the experience and he could bring both of us in with him which was awesome so i got to see that whole uh how that whole thing is done uh, how you build the lightsaber and stuff like that and it was very cool uh and yeah i walked how many steps did i walk yesterday what do you how many steps do you think taylor Oh, I'm going to say 18,500. I believe you are off by a lot. Oh, goodness. I walked uh, 24,000 steps Joe. yesterday. God damn. Yeah, um, I, am, uh, I am sore today. I believe it. <laughs> There's a lot of steps. Um, but, you know, good times overall were had. What else has been going on with me? That's pretty much it, man. I don't yeah think. oh i saw dinosaur junior on uh this past saturday
1: yeah oh, i remember seeing that on uh on uh, instagram i
0: think bucket list band for me i love dinosaur yeah. junior they played yeah. um much longer than someone had told someone's like oh they they only play for 30 minutes and i went oh that's a bummer yeah they played well over 30 minutes nice uh which is great um great energy um, the venue I went to, which, uh, is escaping me at this moment in time was basically felt like a mini Warfield. Okay. I know the Warfield. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. it was, uh, it was pretty cool. I really liked it. Um, the opening band was, was cool as well. Um, yeah, it was w- w- the Fonda theater. Gr- okay. Great, uh, theater in downtown, uh, in Hollywood. All right. Yeah. Very cool. Um, a lot of fun. Took Lauren with me. Um, She had a good time. And, yeah, I think that's pretty much everything I've been up to. You know, just kind of uh, fun employing it away. I might go to the zoo soon. Good heavens. I want to go to the zoo, man. All right.
1: You know, speaking of theaters, uh, uh, Seven, I just dropped the latest episode of If Memory Serves, and we talked about the Gaslighter Theater. Oh, Canada.
0: I did see that, and yeah. did you know I played that theater in one of its last shows? Oh, no kidding! Yeah, Manera right. played played there in one of our last shows, or one of their last shows, yeah. possibly also one of our last shows. Um, did you guys also talk about the Gaslighter Theater in Gilroy? Uh, we did because that's where our parents had their first uh, date. Oh, with the and it had basically it felt like it had a roller rink in the middle did it okay at least when i went if it felt like i mean maybe that was supposed to be the dance floor but it felt like um you know it, it was very weird well we're we're we were talking about their location i'm not sure
1: if it was all the way in Gilroy, but it was it was it was their location in 1968
0: it was like in a strip mall kind of old it almost looked like an old westerny town
1: uh that might be where we're talking about yeah yeah
0: It was uh, I I saw one of my friends bands play there a lot of I mean, the the Gaslighter mainly, you know, it was a theater before, but then it became like a place where local bands would play.
1: Yes. And And I think that was something that they had to do because not everybody cared to see melodrama and vaudeville. And so it became like, let's let the local bands play.
0: I mean, one of the local bands that uh, I'm that uh, really benefited from that was Downside, later to be known as Strata. Okay. Um, and that you know they signed a record deal, they were touring for a while, and they're coming back actually at uh, the beginning of next year, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, a, a lot, lot of, of. A lot of great memories at the Gaslighter, and I'm sure nice. uh, you share even more of those memories on uh, if memory serves.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely check
0: it out. Perfect, wonderful. Uh, all right. Before we get into the brain of Morbius, which I'm uh, extremely excited to talk about, <laughs> same. Basically, the opposite of uh, 163. I guess yes. that was yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's get into some Who news here because it's been a little while. Yeah, it has,
1: and boy, we've got uh, a fair bit of Who news. Aside from the fact that, uh, like, the BBC Doctor Who's Twitter was like, "Hey, watch this space." Yeah. To which I used the podcast account to go. Okay, we're watching. Yeah. We're still we're still watching. Yeah. Can I blink? My eyes hurt. Um, and they haven't posted anything. So there you go. But in cool news, I have actually already pre ordered this from Amazon UK. Sophie Aldred, friend of the show, Sophie Aldred, has written a book in which Ace meets 13.
0: Ooh. I like and I that. am
1: 120% here for this. Yeah. It, it is called um, At Childhood's End which has nothing to do with a very similar uh, Isaac Asimov novel of a, of a similar name. Ooh, yeah! It drops the 6th of February next year, so just in time for Gallifrey One. And I sat there for a minute and I said, okay, do I try to buy it at Galley One or do I go ahead and pre-order it? And no, I will definitely have it, mm. just in case nobody brings it. So I went ahead and pre-ordered it. And with shipping from the UK, it will probably be get here while I'm at Gallifrey one.
0: Oh no. Yes. <laughs> oh. I'm okay with that. Boo. Ah. Yeah, that's, that's, fine. that's
1: fine. It happens. I would rather <laughs> order it and know it'll be here than go, Oh, it'll be released in America on this date and have that pushed back by like, God knows how long like they do with the blu-rays. And...
0: Yes. They're very true. Very true. Oh my
1: gosh. <clears throat> well, the, uh, second, Doctor story Fury from the Deep uh, will also be getting the animated treatment in 2020.
0: Ooh, yes, I did see uh, the little teaser for this.
1: Yeah, um, so not only are we getting more of these missing stories animated, which is always excellent, um, it's actually the second second Doctor story to be getting the animated treatment in 2020, which also now means I think we're getting more second doctor content in 2020 than we're getting 13th Doctor content in 2020.
0: I mean, I don't like that, but also, Hey, I do like it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Gives us more stuff to review. Yeah. I mean, what was the other one that, um, the one that we, that had come out just more recently, macro terror, Macra terror. We yeah. Gotta, we got to find that. Yeah, know. Got I got to source
1: that. I've not picked that up yet.
0: Mm. All right. Um, so
1: I don't know, John, if you remember, it's, it's a little bit more familiar to me, but there, there was a time when um, there was a doctor who annual, it was kind of like a, like a yearbook of doctor who mm-hmm. uh, that would be put out every year. And there were a couple of years that got missed over time. And, and a, a, a fan group kind of got together and they started recreating like the missing one i think like 1972 or something like they missed one Uh well now that group is doing an official an unofficial annual and i put that in air quotes that i'm sure everybody can see um (laughs) because the master is not limited to just one year but the master is getting his own unofficial annual oh that's, that's great so that will be very cool um, i'm trying to see do they have a release date for this yet i don't know it doesn't appear as though they have an, a date for that just yet but if you check out the links in the show notes you can uh see the distributors facebook group and get information on no. that that way or watch our space because i'm sure we'll bring that uh forward as more information comes oh yeah absolutely it's John, it's November. I can't believe. I know, right? It's November. So strange. Um, And strangely enough, we are recording on the date of the anniversary of the creation of the flux capacitor. Oh. And on top of that, a week from today, it's November 12th. Do you know what happens on November 12th?
0: Um, I know something else that happens on November 12th, but I would like you to state your thing first because mine uh is something i just looked up to double check well there you go um the edge of time the the doctor who
1: vr game uh is will be released a week from today so if you are a VR. uh, vr user which which i'm i'm not i am
0: not either no
1: if you are and you don't get dizzy and puke all over the place from it uh uh, check that out
0: and also coming out according to amazon.com the macrotera on dvd in the states oh really november 12th 2019 uh breaking news so maybe uh might need to make some purchases here i think so yeah i Um, think
1: so well um from from this point out to the rest of uh Who News, consider this spoilers. Spoilers. Um Empire magazine uh actually has some solid speculation on when season twelve may start. Now again, this is may start. This isn't confirmed on mm-hmm. any way, shape, or form. But uh their big 2020 preview issue dropped at the end of last month. Um and so they have some details about um, Season 12, confirming, for one, um, the story revolving around Mary Shelley and Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Um, worth pointing out that the awesome new podcast, Historical Hookups, yeah. just had an episode involving <laughs> yeah. Mary Shelley. So yes. go and check that out, yes, because that do. is hilarious and delightful.
0: Oh, I, they, they appreciate every... All of... Uh, you sent them a, uh, a little... Uh, fan art fan art and they they all absolutely went insane for it which (laughs) is great
1: well when you refer to something as a black forest (laughs) and you're making fun of Napoleon it just kind of came together I hope they don't actually try to like reprint that because I literally just stole clip art off the internet oh I don't
0: I don't think they will but
1: by all means if they want to use that as inspiration for for some sort of merchandising and have somebody else draw something please by all means (laughs) Um, anyway um so uh they're talking in empire magazine um about series 12 uh was in a uh part of the magazine covering holiday television specials um they're kind of taking the idea that um series 12 could start on new year's day
0: oh man that would be crazy yeah to
1: which we then would have the next the first 10 weeks of the year uh be season 12 That is very interesting. Yeah. And then further taken to that, the fact that Titans Comics, which the season two of their 13th Doctor comic, is due to drop on January 8th. Hmm. You kind of get the feeling that you wouldn't want the new season of the comic coming out before the new season of the show.
0: Very true. Yeah.
1: So... We are still watching that space for hopes of maybe a season 12 trailer, maybe with the children in need stuff, which I think is uh, coming up about a week or 10 days away.
0: Yeah, it's coming up. Uh, that's yeah. very that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. I, um, you know, for them to to do that, to just be like, oh, by the way, this is the start of the season. That's that's a shocker for fans for sure. And mm-hmm. I think we would all be pleasantly surprised and happy with that. Um, yeah, man. Woo. I know. I like that. I also, I didn't know that the, uh, Jadoon were going to be in the Mary Shelley episode. I, you know, I read that sentence as two separate
1: stories because I believe oh, it, the, you're the, right, yes. the Jadoon are in present day, like Gloucestershire or something.
0: Yeah. I'm looking, yeah. I'm seeing that right now. Yeah. It is. There is a comma between. <laughs> what can I say? I'm
1: an editor. <laughs> uh, anyway, the last bit of news is that this, absolutely annoying i hate it so much that i have booed at hbo in all caps um <laughs> deal to air uh or or stream i should say all of modern who um well information about that deal has apparently confirmed that seasons 13 and 14 are happening
0: yes i did that was uh very breaking news on my twitter feed mm-hmm where they were like um did they just say season 13 and 14 so i mean hooray yeah that's good um and that that also actually goes in line with a very old piece
1: of news uh that we had talked about um gosh i think even before season 11 with a chinese-based streamer where they had talked about five years worth of yes Doctor Who so that that all kind of falls in line together with what we're yes all the, getting out of this HBO Max deal
0: all the pieces are falling together I think another I don't know if we talked about this um, last time but another mm. piece of season 12 news is um, this is for sure a spoiler and I can't remember if we spoke about it last time did you see all the Daleks on the bridge uh, yes yes I did see all the Daleks on the bridge, um, and I, I
1: think it was one of those things where I was like, oh, yes, gosh, yeah, liked it on uh, Twitter or whatever, and then obviously since your likes just kind of filter away with all the other likes yes. that you have rather than bookmarking it as you should, um, completely <laughs> forgot to mention that, but yes, there has still been some filming
0: yes, there's going on. Definitely some filming going on, people running through the streets, um, the bridge where they, it's like they're filming on a bridge, so they still need to have the bridge operational uh, in-between takes uh, where they're filtering people through. Um, it looked to be an army of Daleks against um, our Dalek that we saw in the New Year's special. Yes, in Resolution. So um, very interesting stuff there. Um, and, man, I mean, I guess we'll see. Season season 12 i'm this trailer is probably going to blow our minds when it comes out
1: well and i have seen people say that it is it is a a darker scarier season
0: which hey i'm i'm all here for it we got you know we got a lot of great uh episodes in the last season and i think now that we're all settled in let's let's go let's do it right yeah very 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 exciting and now it's time It's yep. time to talk about The Brain of Morbius, almost.
1: <laughs> <laughs> almost,
0: <laughs> everybody. The Brain of Morbius starring Tom Baker as the Doctor, Liz Sladen as Sarah Jane Smith, Michael Spice as the voice of Morbius, Stuart Fell as the body of Morbius. Oh, look at that, the brain and yep. the body. Uh, Philip Maddock as Sullen, and mm-hmm. Cynthia Grenville as Marin. It was written by quote-unquote Robin Bland forgot to mention that last time and directed by christopher barry it first aired january 3rd through the 24th of 1976 and is the fifth story of season 13 and we have quite literally a slew of story notes brought to us by the fine folks at tardis wikia
1: yeah, boy, oh boy. Um, so I might kind of plow through some of this. Um, but Robin Bland, hmm, that's the pseudonym of Terrence Dix and Robert Holmes. See, during the serial's writing, uh, Terrence was disappointed at Holmes's modifications to his original script, in which Morbius' assistant is a robot. Now, feeling that the change in species to a human removed some sort of nuance. Um, but anyway... Uh, unwilling to put his name on the final product, Terrence Dix asked to be credited under, quote unquote, some bland pseudonym, at which point the story was passive aggressively credited to Robin Bland, much to Terrence Dix's begrudging amusement. Uh, he'd apparently later go on to say that while he detested Holmes's changes to the script, he did understand that it was the only way to ensure that the serial could be produced in the first place.
0: I mean, we will for sure get into it. Um, uh, yeah, we'll get into it.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um and something else we will definitely get into is that obviously the brain of Morbius, entertaining a story though it is, is very obviously a um uh homage, shall we say, uh to uh, a certain number of stories, uh foremost amongst them, oddly enough, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Um another one referenced is uh Kurt Codmax Sid Cy- I don't know. Either 1942 one. novel called Donovan's brain in which a scientist tries to keep the disembodied brain of an evil billionaire alive.
0: Is that a mystery science theater movie?
1: Um, I don't know. It, it, there definitely was the brain that wouldn't die. That's
0: the one I'm thinking of,
1: um, which is very, very similar. And, and last but not least, HP loves crap. HP Lovecraft's Herbert West reanimator uh, in which a chemist and his fearful assistant attempt to resurrect the dead as you do.
0: Yes, and that is also a, a movie as well, right? Oh, yes, which is, I'm sure it is. Which, uh, I know Reanimator. Yeah, The reanimators. is a movie. Yes,
1: exactly. That's
0: good stuff. Um, <laughs>
1: now, get this for the role of Solon, uh, which I do love his Shakespearean hair and goatee, um, Christopher Barry actually considered trying to cast horror film icons and former doctor Peter Cushing um, or Vincent Price wow that would have been crazy imagine that would have been insane either one of them in that role would have been epic
0: i will say though i mean um uh, philip Maddock was fantastic (sighs) oh he was great
1: he was great and we will i'm sure talk about his performance Um, i very much enjoyed it but can you imagine peter Cushing or vincent price that's so crazy oh man um, one of the other things we will talk about is is this uh, is this mental battle in in episode four, and many of the faces in that battle between the Doctor and Morbius are members of the production team who worked on this story. Um, and if you're watching at home, in order of appearance, they are Christopher Bart a uh, Baker, excuse me, Robert Holmes himself, Graham Harper, huh. Douglas Camfield, Philip Hinchcliffe, Robert Banks Stewart, George Galaxio and christopher barry
0: himself oh wow so these are uh, i was you know i was wondering i assume these are all of the former lives of morbius um no actually part of the whole thing is that um this
1: actually is supposed to imply that the doctor had lives before hartnell
0: oh yeah interesting
1: yes so this is something that that this story did that threw fandom into something of a
0: tizzy that I did not know that. Yeah. that once again, thank you, Tarnis. Wick. Yeah. Yeah. That's very interesting. Cause I mean, we, you know, we see, and eh, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. <laughs> we will. And we're, we're almost there. We're almost there. We have one last story
1: note and then my world famous synopsis. Yeah. Um, so Marin of the sisterhood of Karn, uh, the traveling sisterhood of Karn, whatever. Yeah. mentions a race called the Houthi or at least that's how I'm pronouncing it, mm-hmm. uh, who travel in silent gas dirigibles. Uh, they're called the Moothi, according to Terrence Dix's script. But Cynthia Grenville pronounces the name as Hoot-Eye. Um, this huh. is quite clear on the DVD. Um, now, see, author Paul Cornell, friend of the show, author Paul Cornell, featured those creatures in his original Doctor Who novel, Love and War, oh. which also introduces Bernice Summerfield. Oh, Awesome. Yeah. Know that. So and and I believe I, I I'm I'm almost hundred percent confident in quoting this, is that the brain of Morbius either is one of Paul's favorite stories or was his first story. Ooh. And so having made that impact, that's one of those reasons why he uses the those creatures later on in his
0: novel. Interesting. Yeah. Well, we're almost there, but as you said, we have a world-famous synopsis, so take it away. Indeed, on a dark and stormy night,
1: (laughs) the Doctor and Sarah Jane land on Karn and stumble into a story stitched together like Frankenstein's monster's own pieces. Now, granted, that monster didn't have a sweet giant lobster claw or the mind of a malevolent Time Lord, but we do get introduced to the Sisterhood of Karn, who appear to have an issue with their pilot life.
0: Oh, goodness. So... I just want to say this, I know there were script um, problems or issues between that gave us Robin Bland as the pseudonym. Mm -hmm. Uh, But goodness, this was a very uh, well-structured story um, that didn't feel like there was any wasted time Uh, I really thoroughly enjoyed this. Um, Every every question I had was either answered immediately or very soon after. Nice, Um, no gaps in anything. I I thoroughly enjoyed this, very very much. And also, I mean, uh, we just need to say that Elizabeth Sladen just killed it in this. Yeah, she was. If anything, I mean, in 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 a world in a world where there's like a lot of great acting and also voice acting going on. She just uh, was the shining star to me in this. Yeah, this, you know, I, I think a lot of people may just
1: look at stills from Brain of Morbius and go, oh, my God, what is up with that creature? <laughs> he is just a, a mishmash of $2 parts out of the, uh, uh, the back room in the prop department or something. And, and start, start to dismiss the story, um, based just on that. Um, but this, you're right. This is a, actually a really solid story. It's very, very clearly a Frankenstein, uh, uh, allegory. Um, but it's amazing having watched it to go, wow, this is where we get the sisterhood of Karn introduced. Um, and so much in the story actually goes on to affect future aspects of doctor who lore like we would not have had the night of the doctor yeah if it had not been for the brain of morbius
0: very true very Uh, very true
1: yeah it's just anytime the sisterhood comes up now we wouldn't have that if it wasn't for the story
0: absolutely um yeah a lot of ramifications on the uh... absolutely um
1: absolutely
0: i mean i mean we're on karn um there was a lot of like uh, the the sisterhood for for what I understand is mighty powerful because they can um, teleport things. Yeah, which was um which was very interesting. And actually, it, it, it's funny because like you know they think the doctor is the enemy, but they act they actually end up accidentally saving him. Yes, <laughs> the first time around, which I love.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because the 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 sisterhood, um, they are expecting. Uh, the time lords to show up to try and take the elixir and they are literally running out of elixir because this like flame that like burns this uh, uh, sap or something in the rocks. Yeah. Which sap doesn't come from rocks, but I'll run with it um, to create this life giving enhancing and extending elixir. Um, It's running out. The flame is dying um, the thing they're worshiping is is dying, um, and so they are expecting the Time Lords to show up and and take the last of this from them. And so when the Doctor just happens to show up by chance, yeah, um, they're like, "No, you are the enemy. We are, uh, we will stop you." And he's like, "But I can help fix this." And they're like, "No, we don't believe you."
0: The uh, the rocks contain rare minerals and compounds which. Are released into the water when heated. So that Thank is you. that is how we uh, that's how we make that sweet sweet elixir of life, y'all. It is it is rock tea. Rock tea. Mmm. Rock tea. Is that like stone soup? Sort of. <laughs>
1: or, or dubious food in Breath of the Wild or something like that. Oh, maybe.
0: Yes. Um. Man. I, I don't even know where where to. I I just really would want to talk about. Um, Solan forever <laughs> Be- uh, yes because uh philip maddock is he's that dude for sure i was just every scene he was in he was just doing doing the uh the shakespearean work <laughs> it was just so good yes and he is also what i'm looking at here he is not a stranger to the world of doctor who Oh, what else has he been in? He was in the Daleks Invasion of Earth. Oh. And he was in the Crotons. Okay. And he was in the War Games. Oh, wow. He played the warlord, the villainous alien. Wow. And he's in the Brain of Morbius and the Power of Kroll. Oh.
1: How did we miss him in the Power of Kroll?
0: I don't know. Who was he in the Power of Kroll? Who were you? He was Fenner, F-E-N-N er
1: yeah that would be fenner i god i'd have to i'd have to see a picture of him in the role
0: i'm 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 looking him up right now that okay sounds good oh Um, oh my goodness so he was one of the guys who he was one of the humans um ah okay crew member yes um wow yeah he looks nothing like he looks nothing like him
1: no 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 masterish goatee nor shakespearean hair bob
0: no, they call gotcha. him a Doctor Who regular, which is great. Clearly, if he's been in that many stories, he was called to play Fenner at the last minute too. Huh? Interesting. Very, very interesting. There you go. But um, I mean, I man, that makes me even more happier that he was a that he was a regular. But he he was just uh, masterful in this. So good. Nice. Really, really liked Philip Maddock a, a whole lot. Every scene with him. And Michael Spice, who voiced Morbius, I mean, was was great stuff. I I had a note that was just like, we need to talk about this first scene where he's like, I don't care what I look like. And he's like, no, there will be pain and stuff. It was it was great. And then they had another one on one scene later. I was like, oh, man, this is this is good stuff. It is. It's 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 all just delightfully a little over the top. Yes. I mean, there's only one person who I thought went like really over the top every I think two. I know who you're gonna mention. It's um it's is it O Osika? Oika? I, you know what
1: is this uh Marin's like second in command with the bug eyes? <laughs> yes. I
0: said I can't tell if she's overacting or just doing a great job.
1: Oh man. Just yeah, she she was something else. And
0: every time she said Morbius she did like the uh I love that we were like basically the sisterhood of making shadow puppet butterflies. Yes. Uh, which I, <laughs> They would do that every time. I keep doing it. Every, I'm doing it right now. No one can see because it's audio. But um, I, uh, yeah, her, she was bug eyed at all points and times. But she also yeah. like, she makes some good points. She's like, Maren, hey, we need to help the doctor. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm old. And she's like, don't worry. I'll take care of it. Just give me the power. <laughs> I mean, and also Marin, uh, she was fantastic as well. I mean, she I, was man. The acting in this is just—it's so good. Like the casting was perfect.
1: Yeah, they're really firing on all cylinders. Yeah. for this story. Oh, absolutely. Um, and and just so many aspects of 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 the sisterhood, like their whole, like, like their, their set, um, oh, and man. their props and their makeup and their outfits
0: yeah their headdresses i, I was digging, yeah i was digging literally everything that was happening with the sister sisterhood of karn um, totally they did a great job in the costume design of that the makeup design um i loved those little uh fire knives they had i guess that's thank what they
1: thank were... you i was just wanting to mention those i
0: guess that's what they were supposed to be i mean whatever they were they were supposed to be weapons and they looked pretty cool yeah those um, were fantastic also digging the um yeah everything they did the prayer the prayer circle the blue ring thing that blue ring that she had was was pretty cool yeah um like the sisterhood really knows
1: how to put on um uh uh uh, i keep wanting to say a seance but a, a a ritual yeah it was a ritual they know how to put on a ritual oh yeah you know and the Arms. I mean it literally I feel like you could recut that ritual and just put some psychedelic sixties music in the
0: background.
1: <laughs> and you put some purple haze on. Yeah, man. And and it could just it could just be yeah.
0: Very, very true. Um <laughs> Yeah, the I called it the altar room. I didn't know what else to call that it. That works for me. Um but yeah, ever they they went all out for the, the sisterhood of Karn just I mean great introduction. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, it seemed like we uh, like the leader was very set in the old ways and the second in command's like, "Hey man, let's uh let's 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 bring this into the into the next uh millennia here." Right. And let's uh, you know, look at the facts. Um yeah, re- sister of Karn. Oh my goodness. And should we should we talk about, I mean, i could just talk about all of these characters forever uh we have a character who is named after a type of house that you might buy Uh, (laughs) he's about as big as one he is about as big as one too condo uh condo and Solon are basically our um our dr frankenstein and igor
1: absolutely and let's be honest um condo looks like andre the giant and emo phillips had a love child
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um I
1: don't know how else to describe it. He's huge, but he's got that total emo Phillips hair look.
0: He does. It's uh yeah, it's it's um a very interesting character design. And he almost he's wearing like a turtleneck. Yes. Uh, a really thick turtleneck. Yeah, really thick turtleneck. Um we're also told he is uh as I think I can't remember what they said he is as strong as. He's as strong as something. Strong as a very strong thing. Yes, I have to find that. Uh, that is a bit from a a a, t, a, TV sh- a sketch TV show I saw in the eighties where a guy can't describe anything. He just says stuff like that. It's actually nice. very funny. Anyway, um, and he has a hook for a hand, which is always great. Uh, mainly because Solon took his hand. He's like, I'm going to need this. <laughs> Here's a hook. Yeah, he he yeah. doesn't tell yeah. him what he took his hand for. He just took his arm yeah took his
1: arm and and at one point i love it because kondo is like ah, uh, i'm angry i'm gonna kill you bro and so like look how about i give you your arm back instead and he's like eh, all right
0: yeah um i mean very uh rocky relationship here yeah um condo Con- is he is i guess would you call him a uh what what would we what is a correct term he's a very simple person i guess
1: uh, he is yes um, he is.
0: He is the, you know, he is the servant of Solon. Um, I, <laughs> he is, uh, I do love, there's one scene where they take Sarah Jane and he's like, girl, girl's pretty. And Solon's just like, all right, she doesn't like it. Get out of here. Exactly. I yes. Was... I've
1: actually got that as a note. I'm like, Kondo goes to touch Sarah Jane Smith. Solon, dude, consent. She doesn't like it. Yeah. All
0: right. Get out of here. <laughs> yes. Just so matter of fact, like she doesn't like it get out of here bye and he's like all right fine
1: yeah and then of course it turns out that he used kondo's arm yeah for for this patchwork body i don't even supposed to hold
0: yeah man morbius's brain and and kondo's like what the flip dude yeah i don't even know like that's my arm what to call uh the body that that morbius inhabits it's uh, oh, i'll
1: be honest i i literally just refer to it as morbius even though the brain is morbius and the body is
0: i don't know what it is it's, solon's monster it's, i don't know yeah it's something i mean i mean the character i mean the design on the monster is uh <laughs> i also <laughs> body crafted for morbius by solon um <laughs> it's it's something it it's, is it's terrifying
1: well with a lobster claw that big
0: oh yeah the lobster claw and like the green with the like the fur on it and then uh, you know just the the brain encasing with the uh, this is a crazy i would love to see the sketches that they were trying to come up with right with like the
1: the twin awooga horns coming off the face
0: (laughs) yes this is uh it's frightening it is indeed i remember the first time we see it without the head and i was like "Oh." oh i was like oh what is this right but then you put the uh the brain encasing on and you're like oh what is this again <laughs> but i i mean it's it's pretty pretty gross looking it, um, it
1: is but but you have to admit it's also pretty darn iconic
0: yeah oh absolutely
1: you know, you, you think of that fourth doctor era like peak doctor who uh floppy monsters wiggly sets you know, eventually this character comes to mind.
0: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I will say like, I was a little disappointed that, I mean, we're, we're jumping around here, but that's what we're doing now. So deal with it. Um, Jump with us. When we get, Um, you know, Morbius is finally in the brain is after the, uh, the brain falls on the floor. Oh my God. Which Let is
1: brains at the floor.
0: Absolutely hilarious um we get this uh what we call in the wrestling business a hoss fight taylor be- oh yeah between morbius and uh and condo and i was a little disappointed because co- they were hyping up how strong condo was all this stuff and it was a really short little fight and i oh, wish it had-
1: yeah it was i wish
0: it had lasted a little longer just to you know just to build up uh, but he took, he made quick work of him with the, uh, I guess when you got a big old, uh, lobster claw, you can just do whatever you want. Pretty much. I guess. I don't just know. Snap, snap, snap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he, he used that mon- monster claw or that, uh, monster claw, the lobster <laughs> claw to, uh, to great use as he went on. I thought Indeed. he had actually hugged Solon to death. That
1: right? Yes, I totally thought Solon was done for.
0: I was like, oh man. And I also thought condo was done for when uh he's like, wait a minute, you used my arm on this dude? What what? And then he's like, forget it and just shoots him. He right. shoots him okay, like five let, times. Let,
1: yeah. Can we talk about this for a second? Yeah. Because um Solon, yeah, just completely unloads into Kondo. Um and, and we get for Doctor Who. Um, a pretty convincing squib oh yeah yeah we do like we get a proper shot a pro you you get blood splatter yeah coming out and that is not something you actually see very much uh in doctor who i mean you will get you know you'll get gunshots and and people just falling over you might get puffs of smoke yeah (laughs) you might get somebody falling over um but this is like legit like it 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 shook me when i saw it i was like whoa oh dang like they really yeah they really went there and it was pretty realistic and then he proceeds to like put like three or four more shots oh yeah okay well he's dead
0: yes and then he uh condo actually yeah he's not which i guess also kind of shows how strong of a i guess person he is Um,
1: Either that or they realized, crap, we still need him for something.
0: Well, yeah, because he needs to save uh, Sarah Jane uh, because Morbius is about to uh, murder Sarah Jane after she gets her sight back, which we will talk about. Um, Oh, yeah. And Kondo's like, nah, let's fight. (laughs) It's good stuff. I love that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Let's talk about Sarah Jane here because Sarah Jane, uh, for me, is just... From the beginning to the end of the story is the smartest person in in any one of these rooms.
1: <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, Which no. is
0: just like, I have a note that says Sarah Jane Blind is more competent than some companions with sight.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, ooh.
0: I mean, that ooh. might be a, that might be a heavy, a heavy shot. I did
1: the fire. I
0: didn't have anybody in mind when I put that, but I mean, she is the same time. I
1: don't think you're wrong.
0: Yeah. She's just killing it here. Like she, she knows not to, you know, drink this green substance from this crazy dude. Right. Uh, immediately just dumps it and then pretends to pass out, um, disguises as a sister of sister of, uh, Karn to set the doctor free, uh, and then, you know, I, does she actually pretend... Oh, no, she doesn't pretend to be blind after she's gotten her sight back, does she? No, okay. I don't okay. think so, no. No. Um, but all the emotions she's going through in the scene where she where she's like, I can't see, is fantastic. I believe that's in episode three, or maybe the end of two. I can't remember, but holy moly, there's just a really great scene between her and the doctor where they they are joking but she's also like panicking because she can't mm, see Yes.
1: Yes. Uh, I know which part you're talking about. Very
0: good stuff there. And then her just, you know, wandering around uh trying to find her way to the doctor uh without the use of of sight was, was great. I thought she this was I mean, this is uh I'd put this up here with the episodes I've seen of Sarah Jane Smith for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, she did it she did a great job. It's hilarious that I only have one note for Tom Baker and it's he's so cranky (laughs) because I think in the beginning he's just like, Why did you take us here? I don't understand. He
1: he is shouting at the the time lords because they've been interfering in in where he goes. They've been using him to get their deeds done.
0: Yes. Um dirt cheap. Yes, those dirty deeds done dirt cheap for sure. Um, I mean, I thought Tom Baker did great in this. He, his, uh, his comedic timing and is, you know, it's always on. Uh, and this also kind of goes with, uh, the directing where there, he's walking into the cave after he escapes, uh, Solon for like the 15th time, uh, (laughs) a lot of escaping and also going back under your own, uh, under the, your own will. Yes. Uh, we'll, we'll get, we'll get to that as well but um there's a great silhouette of the doctor entering a cave and he is immediately covered by <laughs> by a net and surrounded by the sisterhood where he goes yes. oh we must stop meeting like this
1: yes i you know i have to say i'm impressed that even the sisterhood of karn's nets are red
0: yes that was that was. they are stuff.
1: very color coordinated i give them high points for that
0: i love 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 that that was very 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 funny um and i mean the doctor uh, throughout this i mean i don't know if he stands out as i mean you know the show is called doctor who i don't know if he stands out to me i mean in some scenes when we get the uh the brain wrestling uh <laughs> when he's trying to goat him into that where he's like i don't think your brain is uh is strong enough dude he's like i'm the first and he's like no i don't think so let's let's do this uh, that those scenes were great. Um, every scene with the sisterhood was great because he was mm-hmm. like not completely taking it serious the entire time. Um, right. the whole thing where he restarts—I think as you called it—the pilot light. <laughs> yes. Um, that was good stuff. Um, yeah. When when he's talking, when the sisterhood's talking to the doctor the first time around, uh, just a lot of good. Just overall, as I said, fantastic. Well, it- And and can I say
1: with respect to the doctor um, and the whole pilot light issue, he keeps a match in his hair.
0: (laughs) Yes. That's very, (laughs) what? That seems very problematic.
1: It's not where I would keep it personally, but I don't have Tom Baker's curly mop.
0: Yeah. Oh no. I, I I don't either. And I don't think I would do that.
1: I I do love the fact that at one point uh, uh, the doctor makes a reference to what he looked like as the third Doctor. And Sarah Jane goes, oh, well, I rather liked
0: her. Yes, that was funny. And I'm funny. like, that's
1: adorable. I love it. That
0: was fun. <laughs> oh, when he's when he first meets... I like As I said, Solomon just killing it. He's like, oh, man, your head's awesome.
1: Yes, 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 yes. That's exactly what it was. That's he's, right. He
0: just needs... He's just very happy to see the Doctor's head. He's very fixated on heads that does not sound right at all i mean and he goes straight into as soon as he opens the door and sees them which is also hilarious because when they enter when the doctor and sarah enter Solon's place it's only raining in that one general area
1: yes that
0: is so funny
1: it's like okay it's either raining in that one spot or he's got a hole in his front porch roof Which would let all the water through?
0: I mean, it's an evil laboratory, so I mean, maybe that's right. It was that was very funny when they let him in, and he's like, "Oh man, your your head's great. Here, drink this poison." Um, (laughs) Yeah, uh, and then the doctor's realization that it was Morbius's head, I thought, was great. After, and then he passes out, and Sarah Jane's like, "I should probably also pass out." Yes, Uh, good stuff. Really love it. Um yeah you know what i really uh enjoyed and
1: i'm I, I i think i need to put this on the uh um the ribbon idea oh yes you chicken-brained biological disaster
0: <laughs> yes goodness that's great yeah that's a good one and uh let's talk about uh i want to talk so you think or it, it, according to tardis wikia those were not past Morbiuses; they were past doctors yes interesting that is that is that is what i have read
1: like i said it is it's it's a tv show injecting a bit of like oh hey let's do this and then every episode after that going "Mm, yeah no that wasn't a good idea we're just gonna pretend it didn't happen
0: yeah that's so strange they also on tardis wiki have an image of every person that (laughs) Mm -hmm. is shown which is cool um man i do yeah they were supposed to oh but fans ignored it that's so funny. And then they picked up on the third because, I mean, how many? There's two, four, six, eight, and then nine, 10, 11, 12. So if that was the. That's yeah, very, I think, that's I think very that literally
1: would imply that Tom Baker is the 12th Doctor.
0: Yes. That's very If I did my math right. So I do love uh, that everyone's just kind of hand. The fans are like, nope. And just hand wave <laughs> it. And they're like, all right, fine. So, oh, the 13 incarnations was four serials after this that's the first time they mention it oh okay
1: so that wasn't even established yet
0: no it wasn't oh 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 okay good catch good catch yeah that's a, it says that in the in the little notes here that's very interesting he went on to say that no matter how many who fans say these are mind battle faces or past incarnations of Morbius doesn't matter followed by him stating the fact that he played the doctor and this is Philip Hinchcliffe saying this. Yeah. So weird. That's so, uh, I mean, you feel like, well, unless um, the fourth, the, the, the serial that came after this, that stated the 13 incarnations was uh, written before this one. And just in the order it was released. So weird. Yeah. So strange. That's such a like. Yeah, canon is a funny thing. It is a funny thing, but uh, I mean, <laughs> I I don't know why he's just like, oh, it doesn't matter if they think it's the past incarnations of Morbius, because I took it when I was watching the scene. This is what I took it as. I took it as we saw the past incarnations of the Doctor, mm-hmm. and then we switch over. Just the way it was filmed implied that we we were now like the Doctor. He says, how many lives have you lived, doctor? And then it shows the past doctors. And then we get a shot over to uh, Morbius, who then is. And then we get these other faces that we don't recognize. Huh.
1: Interesting.
0: That's what I, that's how I took it. So I'm like, oh, we're getting the past lives of him. That's kind of crazy. But you know
1: what? that that honestly that that solves the entire issue.
0: I mean that's why it makes it. That's why I assume people thought that. I mean, y- you could also just you know be like, well, the, you know, they're like, oh, these are faces you haven't seen before, and it's like, well, that doesn't make sense. Um, yeah, it's a very yeah. interesting. It's a very debatable thing. So I wonder if a lot of people. I wonder where people rank this. Um, you know where they uh, where they rank this in in Doctor Who. You know, in, in their top episodes, because I I thoroughly enjoyed this episode or these Same. episodes. So I just wonder if people saw that. And then when they went, no, those were supposed to be the doctor. They're like, eh, and that kind of, you know, ruins the episode for some people. Yeah, maybe for some people. I really liked it. I oh, thought, yeah. I had. So no, much I enjoy. It. I mean, I can
1: overlook that because there is so much, you know, canon. In as long as the show has been around that, like not everything is going to match up all the time. You just you use just it as part of being a fan.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, so I just, I
1: can look, look past that and enjoy the rest of the story for what it is. Yeah.
0: Very, very cool. I don't have a lot of, I mean, I mentioned the silhouette of the doctor coming into the cave. Yeah. Um, I also love that. We were talking about Sarah Jane uh, walking around, trying to, you know, feel out where she is and we get the pan over to uh, to reveal Kondo's hook. I thought was really great. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff going on in here. Yeah, they do definitely take
1: some nice cues from kind of some classic horror ideas.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, it, right down to the Mountain Dew green stuff that Morbius's <laughs> brain is sitting in.
1: Okay, let's... Okay, hang on. Let's talk about the brain and the 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 tank that it's in and the fact that morbius when he's talking sounds a little bit like a dalek Uh, and for some reason he his brain glows in time with his talking as if it were it the dalek's little light bumps yes that's on its
0: head that's very interesting because and then also when we put his his brain into the uh the brain thing whatever it's called the casing um, I mean, it has two little things coming out of it, kind of like a Dalek. Yes, there you go. So, I mean, I wonder, and I can't believe because I mean, the way Morbius goes out, his brain's probably fine. I mean, it's science fiction; they can figure <laughs> it out. I, I am v- cannot believe that there is not some sort of big finish where the Daleks retrieve Morbius's brain and oh my gosh, and put it in a Dalek. That oh would my be, gosh,
1: wouldn't that yeah, that would be a great story. I think that there is some Morbius related audio.
0: There is. There uh, is some, yeah. Okay.
1: Um, but boy, that's a great idea. Paging Big Finish.
0: I mean I mean paging just regular Doctor Who. Let's bring this dude back. Oh, I think it's a good that
1: would be fun.
0: I think it's a good it's a good idea. Um Morbius's brain. I'm trying to see he uh the, the cult of Morbius. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. The eighth doctor. So we got the vengeance of Morbius. We got a lot of stuff. Okay. Stuff going on here. Can, can I just, can I just take a moment to pay respects
1: to the visual effect of Morbius's vocal cords? Oh yes. As part of that set, as part of the, just his whole
0: yeah. life support
1: thing. That was nuts. That was a neat idea.
0: It's a very cool, just like they, 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 Pan over to it, and that's it. Like it's yeah. just like they show it for maybe uh, half a second, maybe a little longer.
1: Yeah, not very long at all.
0: Uh, very cool. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed the whole presentation with the uh, his brain in the jar and his Dalek sounding voice with the uh, the vocal cords and the brain even lighting up, which I thought was very funny. I mm-hmm. I kind of wish they had done it inside of the the bot when he was attached to the body right, I thought yes. that would have made this even creepier
1: yeah it definitely would
0: but uh i mean you know can't really uh can't really fault it i thought it was it was pretty cool and the brain itself was pretty cool like look mm-hmm. i you know i just liked it all together uh, we also get the um the very at the end basically when the sisterhood finally decides to step in here after one of their own is killed by uh the monster Morbius, the Morbius mm-hmm. monster, uh, and they quite literally just bring torches and run him off a cliff. Yeah, which is <laughs> monsters
1: and fire. Why does it always come down to monsters and fire?
0: I mean, especially as soon as soon as uh, monster, the Morbius monster is live, uh, it just immediately is like, I'm going to put my hand in this fire. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, crap, I don't like this. Yeah. Um, which is great because that's an establishing thing that now he just doesn't like fire. and Exactly. Uh, and again,
1: all, all, that, all that allegory, all that homage to Frankenstein, you know, we, we get those same kind of tropes, the same ideas revisited.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. Taylor, you got anything else? I mean, like, uh, what did you got anything else that you would like to speak on before we get into final thoughts and the behind the house um... scale?
1: You know, I, I I do want to just uh, the costuming we've talked about has been amazing throughout this. I, I'd like yes. to just um, oh uh, make note of of how much Solon's outfit actually meant matches the color that really cheap refrigerators
0: were in the seventies. <laughs> Very avocado. Uh, the, you know, you did mention yes, yeah, absolutely. There was another thing <laughs> that I w- I wanted to mention. Is this a new? This is. A, I mean clearly we're jumping around here I don't have the, as much history with uh Tom Baker I haven't seen everything but this is a different coat right um I think so And I I like I'm surprised because we get a lot of people who who cosplay you know just classic mm-hmm. four and then also who cosplay as the Burgundy Four,
1: yes, his later
0: season. Yeah, but I have mm-hmm. not seen this coat uh, anywhere. It's a little more fitting than both the other coats. Um, yes, and yeah, I'm i just wonder why why uh, why we don't see this. I don't know.
1: I, I it may just be that the other two are a little bit more iconic. You know, you think of like yeah, larger, almost almost flowing coats. Yeah as, as those are. And and that's true. This, this one is a little bit different. That's true.
0: Yeah. I just want, uh, as soon as he said costuming, I went, Oh yeah, I forgot about that.
1: (laughs) Fair, fair.
0: Um, so what do we, what are final thoughts? I mean, I really enjoyed this. I don't know where I put it in my, um, you know, all time episodes, but I feel like it would be up there. Uh, this is a lot of fun. I thought it was a solid story. There was no Mm -hmm. like points, you know, it is an homage to Frankenstein and some other stuff, but you know, it was very Doctor Who esque, and uh, I mean, it introduced the sisterhood, which is, uh, like you said, if we didn't have the sisterhood, we would not have um, eight returning to our screen. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, this again, <clears throat> this
1: is a lot. This is a lot of fun. It's a fun romp. It's an homage. Um, it has a, a big effect on the future of Doctor Who lore. Um, and it you have to, if nothing else, recognize it for that. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't know where I'd put it on a, on a grand chart of things. I mean, it yeah, I think it would be, easily be in the top half
0: somewhere. Yes, I mean, if uh, I had to, if I also had to say, uh, it would definitely be in the top half for sure.
1: Um, but uh, yeah, it is. I I think I think it is sometimes a bit of an overlooked story for Mm -hmm. whatever reason um i think a lot of people when they try to think of fourth doctor stories they will come to other stories before this one but this this one is
0: a lot of fun and it is it is worth seeing it is it is one that i would recommend absolutely i would absolutely recommend watching this and i'm glad we watched it i mean we're you know a little past the spooky season but
1: yeah you know but but we're, we're, we're pretty close. It's, yeah. it's a worthwhile addition to extend the season slightly. Absolutely. So uh, where would we put this on the behind-the-couch scale? You know, I, I think in the grand scheme of things, it's not truly scary. It's not, like, terrifying. Um, you know, because there are so many kind of revisited tropes from classic uh, monster series. Um, the monster itself is not at all scary. Um, no you know here's my clear plexi head and my trumpet eyes and my lobster claw that by today's standards it's not even remotely scary so <laughs> yes there is some violence uh you know with that very convincing squib on condo um but i wouldn't be against the kids seeing it i i think if you're just like hey you know you guys are familiar with frankenstein um you know here's this story and it and it it plays a lot like frankenstein does and and look there's one gunshot in it but you know it doesn't take the guy down ultimately i think even if i just preloaded them with that it'd be fine
0: all right okay so what do we got
1: next time taylor oh next time my choice i i'll be honest i brought it down to uh either the one that i did choose and the seventh doctor story ghost light um and ghost light is man you want to talk about a bit of a mind bender um but we will eventually get to that one what we are doing is the very first story of season 26 battlefield starring sylvester mccoy as the doctor friend of the show sophie Apes, yeah. and nicholas courtney as the non-cyber brig yeah yeah back in his pre-cyber days his better days Don't even get me started on that. Um, It was written by Ben Aronovich and directed by Michael Kerrigan. This is, we are now doing, uh, we've got, we're going from Dr. Who doing Frankenstein to Dr. Who doing the King Arthur legends. Excellent. Love it. Yeah.
0: Love it. So that's next time. And until then you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP thrice and you can follow Taylor on Twitter. At Blue Box UFO. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search Podcastica. Rate and review us as well. And also subscribe to us on SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Uh, head on over to N-O-T-L-G dot Spreadshirt dot com. Buy one of our Podcastica shirts. Buy a mug. Buy whatever you feel. Buttons. Buttons. There's a lot of stuff over there. Uh, and also, uh, if you don't want to buy anything from our Spreadshirt site, that's fine. You can support us uh, monetarily at Patreon, patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Uh, the y do our music, support them. They've also always supported us. Uh, Twitter.com slash the y Facebook.com slash the y the y They, like us, are also on Spotify, so join us again in two weeks' time for episode 165, Battlefield. And we will talk to you guys then. See ya. See ya. I do have one note about the directing, but it also came with a great line where it's... Ooh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's our
1: front doorbell (laughs) Goodness, do you need to go get that? (laughs)